So when I was immigrating, like I didn't think about whether I was going to move to Europe. I mean, my mind was just set on Canada. But I do know that there are people who think about like, you know, like, do I move to Germany? Do I move to the Netherlands? Do I move to France? Or do I move to Canada? Or do I move to the States? Or do I move to UK? And the interesting part is that these two regions are very different in many ways. And if you look at the Canadian immigration process, I think there's like, there's this genuine sense, even though there are like a lot of inefficiencies, there's a genuine sense that, hey, we want you here. We would like you. And it's not like, hey, we want you as a laborer or we don't, we are here just for your labor, but they want you as a real human. And I, I think uh, I found that uh, really inspiring and I thought this was the place to be. And uh, yeah, that's, that's how I made my move. So we didn't just talk about Euro, the differences between Europe and North America. I mean, we talked about moving him moving to Canada, if he's regretted his move at all, you know, settling into Canada itself. And a very interesting statement he made about just the fact that when you come to Canada, you know, you just feel like Canada wants you to succeed. Please enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Newcomers Podcast. I'm pretty excited today, to be honest, because I have with me Suhas. Um, he's been here for like five years now, and he's done some really interesting things in Canada. How's it going, man? Hi, Dozy. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Awesome. Awesome. Really, really happy to have you here, to be honest. Um, and I'll just dive straight into it and just ask you, I mean, why did you move? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I'm actually a double immigrant. So ah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I was born in uh, India and then I immigrated to the Netherlands. I like to be, you know, surrounded by people or living in a place that is reflective of the world's diversity to Europe. Uh, and I lived there for close to a decade and then I decided to move to Canada. Um, mm. So, yeah, so uh, I've done the immigration journey two times now. I think there were many reasons. Uh, a multitude of reasons. One of them, I think, probably the most, uh, you know, uh, strongest one was I like to be, you know, surrounded by people or living in a place that is reflective of the world's diversity. Um, because, you know, I grew up in the age of the internet. I had internet friends from around the world. And I would also like to live in a place with people filled from around the world with all kinds of ideas and, you know, uh, different ways of viewing the world. So Canada was a natural destination for that. Um, but otherwise, I also liked that Canada is one of the few countries that is actually, you know, very pro-immigrant, I would say. If you look at the immigration process, and I have been, um, because I have been considering like many other countries in the past as well. And if you look at the Canadian immigration process, I think there's like, there's this genuine sense, even though there are like a lot of inefficiencies, there's a genuine sense that, hey, we want you here. We would like you. And it's not like, hey, we want you as a laborer or we don't, we are here just for your labor, but they want you as a real human. And I, I think uh, I found that uh, really inspiring. And I thought this was the place to be. And uh, yeah, that, that's how I made my move. Awesome. Just kind of stay on that, that topic about double immigration point you make. So how old were you when you moved to, to Netherlands, if you don't mind me asking? How old were you when you moved? Uh, I was 21 or 20, 20, something like that. Yeah, early, very early 20. Yeah. That, how, how did you feel? Because like, moving at that age, you moved alone or with family? Uh, no, I, lived, I moved alone. I moved as a student. Uh, okay. So I, I was doing my 
masters there and uh, yeah so it was so uh, to be honest i found it like very very exciting um, because it was something that i wanted to do for a long time so i remember like my first day i was so excited it was every everything was the first time experience riding the first time in a european train riding eating uh, you know the first dutch snack for the first time so everything was a very novel experience and i was uh, really enjoying it that's 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 interesting so so for you it was like fresh everything was a fresh time now at any point did you ever feel like okay this is a lot like or was it always just like oh yeah like everything is amazing did you ever feel yeah. like it's too much um that's a good question because you know i think there is a honeymoon period um and that honeymoon period uh, once it you know settles down i think um but for me that i think that honeymoon period went on for several years <laughs> um so it was you know i think for me the way it occurred was i guess once i had been there for several years and i found that i was you know well integrated in the society but i didn't uh, always find the same reciprocity from society um and that was the, uh the time that i felt you know a little uh yeah so i think it took a few years for that so yeah you want to talk about that that affair <laughs> uh, yeah um so you know when you have been there for a few years so when i moved there i, I know there were like a lot of facebook groups especially filled with the you know expats they call them expats and not immigrants if they are moving from us or canada so there were people from us and canada who were moving to netherlands and i could see a lot of people were like complaining about society uh, complaining that they were not feeling uh, welcomed etc and i was like no i i don't feel it that way at all uh, what are you talking about because i was at that time in a honeymoon stage and the honeymoon phase is like this because when you are at the beginning of your immigration journey you have very less expectation so even if you are treated badly you think okay that's okay because i'm a newcomer i don't uh, i shouldn't expect much and uh, but then after you have done your work into integrating into society after you feel that you are you know european enough or dutch enough or uh, whichever country you are immigrating to and then but society doesn't see you that way society still is seeing you as an outsider and that's when you know that uh, you come out of that honeymoon period and then i understand why all those americans and canadians in those basic groups are complaining so much because they have lived here for over a dozen years and they were not feeling welcome yeah yeah that's that's so true i mean just that i mean i i'm still probably 2 years plus in my journey so i feel like i'm still probably in my honeymoon phase a bit But yeah, every now and then you get that sense that sometimes some things happen in certain places, and it's not everyone, but things happen, and you're like, hmm. mm-hmm. true. This is yeah, true. But uh, one thing I I think my experience in Canada has been very different um, because here I think uh, it took me less than a week to be considered integrated into society, and the moment and maybe. so there is a certain amount of bias there because i lived in i have lived in toronto in downtown and i've never moved out of here for a short while i lived in scarborough um but and never really you know left downtown and it's 
it's a very diverse area it's uh, very welcoming etc so i never uh, felt you know non canadian like i felt canadian like the week i arrived here in fact the day i arrived here at pearson airport there were people you know who were very kind helping me and and so on so um th- there has been a contrasting difference i think um uh, but uh, it it, it there is also you know luck involved uh, depending on which circles you inhabit and everything yeah if you compare when you landed in netherlands when you landed in canada like what were the similarities or do you think they were similar like similar experiences similar feelings and are there things that did your experience with your time in netherlands help with you feeling much settled now yeah. when you moved to toronto the fun fact is um i think i felt more culture shock moving from europe to north america than from <laughs> india to europe um yeah so <laughs> the reason is because i already knew going in what is europe about like i had read about it a lot and you know done my online research so when i went to europe it was exactly how they talked about in the books and movies and everything so there was no surprise for me and at some point like i was thinking this is the west like western countries there's not going to be much of a difference maybe you know this country has a little more taxes this country is a little more religious but i didn't expect there to be like a very significant difference but then when i moved to canada i realized oh wow that's a very very like they are full apart um and uh, yeah so i think i found so many different things here like that that were different like just um yeah so that was surprising many of them were positive surprises so i i like that but uh, yeah so it was um yeah it was interesting to see those differences I would actually like to hear about a couple of the ones that were surprising to you positively mm-hmm. and the ones that were surprising mm-hmm. to you negatively. Yeah. Um so I guess maybe this not negative as in okay. um you know it's not okay so yeah I think there were some definite negatives. One of them is the lack of state capacity. Like in Europe everything works as intended. Like your tax dollars or your tax euros it's put to work and you can see it like the trains are on time it's very good public transit everything is like you know it works uh, but here i think uh, you know the transit system is not that great um there's the government doesn't work as efficiently uh, so so that was a negative shock i would say um the other ones that were more like neutral that i found interesting is Uh, people relying on credit cards so in europe uh, it's very rare to use credit cards in, in fact i didn't have a credit card at all there uh, our my bank it provided a prepaid credit card so you pay for it first at the beginning of the month and the, the only reason they give it is because we can do online shopping on american websites that only accept credit cards so uh, the whole you know credit card thing was very new to me and then the whole thing about credit score um and then what is cars um because cars are not really important in uh, many parts of europe especially in the netherlands where i used to live uh, so people's reliance on cars or on their expectation of having a very big house because again in uh, europe um, you know especially in northern europe the more denser parts of europe uh, 
there is an expectation that you are going to live in a small house because it's very dense and so on. So yeah, so those are some of the neutral shocks. But uh, the positive shocks, I would say, is uh, the lack of, I guess, uh, racial or ethnic segregation. Uh, I used to see a lot of segregation uh, in many other countries that I used to live and visit back in the day. Um, the first day I visited, I was in Toronto. I was, I remember, I was walking on one of the streets. There was the school playground, uh, you know, on the side of the road. And when I looked into it, I saw there were people, you know, all kinds of ethnicities. They were playing together, and I didn't see that. Uh, so because I was more used to this place where, you know, there were people who were of one ethnicity playing in one part of the ground and so on. So I I was uh, very, you know, pleasantly surprised to see that. And, you know, I was very glad uh, to see that. Yeah. yeah that, so that's, that's that's interesting. Like, are you serious? Like, I've never, I mean, well, my first time in Europe was I went, I was in, I was in the UK, which is not technically Europe oh, yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that is pretty interesting to hear. Yeah. I mean, it's in relative terms. So in relative terms, Canada is a lot more diverse, accepting. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think Europe overall, if you compare to the entire world, is accepting in many ways, but uh, which is why I, you know, I immigrated there in the first place. Uh, but I'm just comparing in relative scales. So Canada, I think, is on a whole different level when it comes to acceptance. And yeah. Yeah. Canada is pretty multicultural, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I live in Calgary now. I've lived in Ottawa. I live in Calgary now. And I rate what you say when you say you you just go about and the amount of diverse play going on is crazy. I was telling a friend that, you know, that I've, I've, I always think about the world. I have two boys. The world they will grow up in, you know, and it's going to be a very different one from what we live in right yeah. now. Like, I don't even, I'm not even sure I can even describe it because for the first time, and I don't know if it's the first time, you just see where kids are all growing up together and they're all Indians, Chinese, Africans, Nigerians, like everywhere across, it's just they're all yeah. growing up as one. Yeah. You know, and I said to my friend that if, that if when they all grow up and we still have racism as much as we have it now, then I'm, I would have lost hope in the world because it's like, I'm like, you all are growing together. Like, so what's the excuse? Like, why, why would you think that one color is better than the other color? I was, I was going to ask the, the point about, um, the credit card. I find that story pretty funny about the credit cards and the big houses. Cause I've had a conversation with a friend before where he was said to me, I said to him, I like to live in Europe sometime. He's like, no, you can't live in Europe. You've lived in North America. You're used to big houses. You go to yeah. Europe, they're all small houses. Yeah, like, how did you manage that switch? Uh, I haven't managed. I live in a small house even now. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want a big house. I don't want a car. I don't, I don't know how to drive. I don't have a driving license. So I am okay. So sometimes I'm a little frustrated because the transit system is not great. But I live in the heart of downtown. So at least there's good transit in uh, downtown. But it's uh, a little difficult to go out of the city. Um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, like I'm still not. Uh, I think that, that part of Canada, I, I'm like, no, I'm not accepting that for me. <laughs> like, if you want your big house, go and live in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to take care of all that. Yeah. What of the credit one? What have you done with the credit one? How have you handled that? Oh, that's a good one. So. Actually, the first two years or so that I lived here, I didn't use a credit card. Um, and I was like, I don't like that idea. And, but after that, uh, I saw that, you know, you get those points. 
<laughs> and you can uh, save money and everything and i was like you know if you can use your credit card wisely you actually it ends up helping you more so why not so i think i use credit cards these days and uh, um but yeah it's it's not like heavy credit card use or anything i just use it as one of the payment options uh, but yeah i i still don't like mm, i still live in uh, like the european way uh, a lot i use the credit card just as you know an online transaction uh, processing thing uh, yeah so i haven't uh, yeah canadianized myself there i think <laughs> you know now that you said you european way i'd like you to do if you had to do a like a comparison the canadian way versus the european way like what would you say like in terms of like credit food um housing what other thing transport is probably approach to work yeah you know an approach to building friendships like how would you describe both ways canadian versus european way yeah yeah so the answer is pretty interesting because they are so different because if you were to ask me do it between india and canada the answer wouldn't have been that different uh so in yeah so uh, th- that was what you know <laughs> uh kind of surprised me um so if it when it comes to for example food uh one of the things that you see here for example in europe there are a lot of you know vietnamese restaurants chinese restaurants etc but you see that there there is a lot more pressure to europeanize the taste even in those uh, restaurants uh, but here there is not that much pressure like here i think uh, you know people are more open um like non vietnamese are still open to eating very you know authentic vietnamese food that has not been uh, modified in any way um in europe i think the median restaurant is much better in quality than i guess in uh, in uh, you know canada but in canada i think the average is much better um mm. so on average uh, the canadian restaurants are you know more better because there are some re- like really really good ones at, at the median level they are better um food wise i think canada is a little more you know expensive in every way possible um because i lived in uh, so netherlands was one of like uh, most expensive countries in europe and i have been to you know other places as well which were pretty expensive but canada is kind of comparable to them um when it comes to work um there can be they are very very different i think europe uh, ba- is very good for work life balance uh it you know people get a lot of vacation days uh if you are uh, feeling ill uh, if you have some kind of sickness your bosses your your company will be very very you know helpful to you um there are very few layoffs even if there are layoffs you know they will be communicated to in a very nice way you will be given a lot of uh, you know uh notice period um yeah everything in the workplace is like very very ideal in europe uh in canada as you know that you know it's a, it's a lot more i guess capitalist so that is one difference but i think there is a positive and a negative to it too because in canada there is also the dynamism europe doesn't have that kind of dynamism that uh, you know north america has in general so dynamism in entrepreneurship etc so that canada is much better at and uh, yeah what else i guess 
making friends. I think it's much, much, much easier to make friends here in Canada. Um, I was able to make friends here within one week of moving here. Like I didn't know anyone here, um, like no family, friends, etc. Um, but I was able to make friends uh, pretty easily. Um, and, you know, I think that, and here's the thing, I'm like one of the shyest people in the world, I would say. <laughs> I'm not good at talking to strangers Thanks at all. Thanks for coming on the podcast, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm really shy. I'm, I'm not the kind of person who can, you know, go and speak to a stranger. Uh, but yet, you know, if I was able to make friends, it, it means that the people who were friends with me, they were the ones who, you know, came to me and uh, they were the ones who accepted me and not the other way around. So, so I think it's much, much easier to make friends here. Um, I think uh, in Europe in general, I think it depends on the, which part of Europe you are living in. I think in the Netherlands, maybe it's a little bit harder for people who are not Dutch uh, to make friends, especially if they move in their adult life. Uh, if you move as, as a child, I think you have a chance of making friends in school, etc. But once you move in adult life, I think people have their own friendship groups. And it's very hard to, you know, come into already established groups. But I think here people are much more open. Uh, so that's one more difference. I think there, there's also like this broader difference about, you know, materialism. Um, so I think North America is quite a bit more materialistic. There's a lot of things that are, you know, commoditized and are basically, you know, people, are much less materialistic in the in Europe or they are much more happier living at a particular salary than people in Canada. So if you have a particular, uh, I think that's just the way society is structured. For a particular, the same income, the average European would be happier at their income than the average Canadian. Um, and yeah, and that's because again, here there's, I think there's pressure of home ownership in a very heated housing market, um, car ownership, uh, large houses, credit card, uh, you know, and all kinds of uh, stuff, uh, which you don't have in Europe. Uh, so, so yeah, so that's one uh, one major, I think, difference. And that difference, I think, drives a lot of the other differences. Uh, I think, um, yeah. So, so I think that's in a nutshell, some of the differences, but I can, you know, I can like write a whole book about it. There's so many <laughs> subtle things. So one subtle thing that I remember is uh, the how are you question that I think you asked me at the beginning of this call. And I still, no, I think I don't struggle with it anymore. But in Europe, the question, how are you, is a very, you know, it's a very profound question. It's a question that, you know, you need to think and, you know, introspect and answer. But here, when I moved here, I remember someone in, at the grocery store, you know, at the cash, they were asking me, how are you? And I was like, um, you know, I'm uh, pausing for three seconds and thinking, how should I answer to the question, how are you? Um, and that was like very interesting. And so after two times, I thought, you know what, um, I'm just going to ignore that question because I find it too hard to answer. So I just ignored when someone asked me, how are you? And they were like, hey, I asked you, how are you? Oh, so you are, are you really interested in my answer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I tell I'm not doing great? Uh, so mm. uh, it was interesting. But now I think I've settled that. 
so th- these are all like very very subtle differences uh, yeah i've heard about that a lot about how like in europe when someone asks you how are you it's not a it's not a random how are you it's actually yeah i yeah. want to listen to you and listen to what you want to tell me yeah you know exactly. not just the how are you and then oh i'm fine no 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 i'm not asking yeah. you today if you're fine because yes you can always say you're fine yeah yeah exactly you know, i was going to ask you um seeing you're shy and how how did you process your plan like how did you say to yourself or what, what was going through your head when you said okay i'm going to choose canada because you knew no one here you, it looks like you just opt and said you know i'm going to canada you processed your papers and came here so like how did you make that call like what was the process going on in your head yeah so um at this point i think i was eligible for dutch citizenship and i had this choice to make whether i'll put more effort to be part of this society you know uh and become a citizen and live there or do i want to do something else and at that time i was like at this age i think i was close to getting 30 and i was like you know um i need to start my life afresh i need to go to canada because when i was living in india i think canada was the country that i wanted to go to but i didn't go end up going there first because there's no real way to immigrate to canada right away like at that time um so i moved to netherlands because i got a scholarship i started working and everything now i had enough points in the point system so that I, so that i can immigrate directly to canada so um so at this point it was something that i always wanted to do uh, here is the fun fact i made the decision of moving to canada uh, the day trump got elected yeah uh in fact i remember i sent you know an email to my manager uh, at my work saying okay i think i'm leaving this country and i'm leaving this job i'm not sure when but i'm leaving the day from god delegated and it's uh, very funny because i think uh, there was this news that the canadian immigration system website collapsed the day trump got elected because all the americans wanted to move there but it's actually not americans who are checking in it's people like me who are sitting in europe and the re- uh, there is a reason why this happened because i knew what would happen if trump got elected there are a lot of people in the us who are on temporary status who want to who would move to canada because trump would uh, you know make it hard for them to live there and then if they move to canada because canada has only a few immigration slots every year it would be harder for everyone else so i knew that i had to get in before everyone else got in and that's why you know the immigration system uh, the the site collapsed on the day trump won because it was people like me who were taking it and uh, it's the right decision because you know after trump came in the what i had uh, you know anticipated came true a lot of people from the us who are on temporary visa uh, immigrated to canada and then the threshold for the point went up and so now it as of now i think it's close to impossible for someone to directly move like you need to have a so that's why you need to have like either studied in canada or have had a job experience in canada or have a job offer in canada they need to have any of those you can't just get through the point system and go like i did yeah i agree with you it's gotten really tough to to, to get in yeah. okay so i think i just have 
one question for you too, too, rather have like once have you ever at any point regretted leaving your home country? No, never. Um I've, uh, ne- never been more sure. Uh this is always what I wanted to do and yeah, I'm very glad I did. Nice, nice. And then the final one, one I have for you is that if you look at if you look at your, because now you've you've been an immigrant for like fifteen years. Now you've moved two times in those fifteen years. Is there anything you would have done differently? Um. Yes. So I think the second time I immigrated, I think uh, I learned a lot of lessons from my first time. I do think that uh, you know I should have probably learned Dutch, um, you know, a lot more than I did, um, or at least be more, a lot more fluent at it. Uh, because at the, when I was living in the Netherlands, I was like, okay, I'm going to move to Canada uh, soon. But I, you know, kept postponing it, you know, until the Trump election happened, I kept postponing it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think I should have, you know, um put a little more effort on my own part even though i already did put a lot of effort i think i should have put in even more um which i think helped when i moved to canada because i think it's all about uh, integration is a two-way street like if you want the locals to accept you i think you also need to put some effort into being part of society and uh, uh, being a you know a person that uh i won't say you know gets along with everyone who is who is already living there? I agree. I agree with that because yeah, I agree to two street. Like I mean, yeah, every now and then you're going to meet people who are in exactly great human beings, but more often than not, it's you you do your part, they do their part, yeah, and then you take whatever comes with as you as you move on. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much. This has been a really good conversation. Um, thank you for coming on the newcomers podcast, and have a great one. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, it was a great conversation and uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, you're welcome. So if there's one thing you take from this episode, it's when Suha says integration is a two-way street. It's two-way. You do your part, your new society does its part. So don't come in and say, oh, you know what? I'm not enjoying this place. Like, what have you done to try to integrate yourself into your new society, your new country, your new community? That's that's the fun of immigration, starting afresh. So again, thank you for listening. Please share, like, you know, follow us on YouTube, sign up for us on our Substack, you know, just and if you have someone who finds the episode useful, please share with them. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day.